A Glorious Book, by Jim McKendrick. Paul would tell us in Philippians that the knowledge of Christ Jesus his Lord was supreme over all other knowledge. The letter to the Hebrews begins with the fact that in God's Son is the fullness of the message that He has given. The Lord Jesus is better than angels, better than the first Adam, than Moses, Joshua, and Aaron, for He is supreme in His position and in His person over all of these. He is the one to whom all the Old Testament points and all the New Testament reveals. It is imperative to know Him, for in the Son is eternal life, 1 John. 5:11. On the road to Emmaus, the Lord said that He was not only the subject of all the Scriptures, Luke 24 verse 27, but the key to understanding them, verses 44 to 45. The Lord is presented in the Scriptures as the Creator, the Sustainer, and the object of creation and of the purposes of God in creation. He took upon Himself manhood and walked among us as man. This is the great mystery of godliness, 1 Timothy 3 verse 16. Whenever the humanity of the Lord Jesus is approached in books, I have been many times disappointed. It is not an easy subject and must be dealt with carefully and reverently. I have just finished the best book I have ever read on the person of Christ. This is must-reading. I recommend books each month and I don't remember a book that I have felt as strongly about as this one. Maybe it's because lately I have been appalled at the things I have read on this subject. Many evangelicals today have a low view of Christ. When His humanity is discussed their low view creates a distortion of Christ that has the flaws of our humanity. Listen to what Mr. H. C. Hewlett says of Christ in the glories of our Lord. To our Lord, then, belonged humanity in the absolute sense. He embraced its every dignity so that in Him, and in Him alone, we see in its completeness the divine ideal of manhood. No excellence of character could be added to Him. There were no virtues for Him to acquire, for all were His at all times. In the garden of His soul there were no exotics, every fragrant plant was native to its setting, page 60. Here is a book whose style is beautiful to read, its exposition is clear and careful, and its devotional content will lift your heart in worship of the Lord whose glories far surpass human ability to comprehend. Beginning with our Lord's Sonship whose dignity is unique to Him, passing through Old Testament glimpses in the Theophanies we stand in awe of His eternity and deity. Mr. Hewlett then speaks of His Incarnation, Humanity, His Holiness, Transfiguration, and Crucifixion. In each of these chapters the glory of our Lord shines forth. The chapter on His Suffering and Crucifixion is a masterpiece of devotional exposition which looks into the caverns of His suffering without ever losing sight of the majesty of His person. From the depths of His suffering we are then lifted into the heights of His exaltation, the value of His priestly ministry for us now at the right hand of God and finally we see the Lamb. Our Lord is revealed as the Lamb in the Revelation where He will be worshipped as the Lamb forever bearing the marks of Calvary and we as Thomas did so many years ago bow before Him and exclaim, My Lord and my God. When the Hebrew Christians were discouraged and ready to go back, the Apostle picked up his pen and wrote a few words of exhortation. He spoke of the glories of Christ in His position, His person, and His work. He finished his work by exhorting us to be looking unto Jesus, lift up the hands which hang down, ye are come, 
to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant. Today there are many saints of God discouraged and ready to give up. The message of the first century is the message for today, we see Jesus crowned with glory and honor, and as we fix our gaze on Him we are encouraged to go on with Him until we see Him face to face.